everyone, Siobhan Chapman here, and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend Review and Preview Conversation, where my guests will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Today's conversation primarily focuses on the September jobs report. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome back Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. Brian, welcome. We're happy to have you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Brian. So let's get started. Let's begin with the September employment report. What are your reflections on the data and how would you characterize the current health of the U.S. labor market? So this data came in much stronger than expected. Really a big surprise to the upside. Uh, Non-farm payrolls increased by 336,000 in September. And there were also upward revisions, uh, big upward revisions, totaling 119,000 to the prior two months. So you know, this really makes a huge difference in the view on the labor market. Up until now, it looked like we were on a slowing trend for payrolls. The three-month average growth uh, for payrolls was 150,000 as of last month. But after today's data and the upward revisions, now it's 266,000. That's an awfully big difference. So. It just it makes the labor market look much stronger than it was just uh, you know a month ago, and in my view, anyway, it makes it more likely that the Fed will hike again at the at the next meeting. So earlier in the week, we had the jolts job openings, and this also had a big surprise to the upside, rising by 700,000. Now. You know, all of this data is noisy and uh, subject to revision. So, you know, like, like we found out this morning, suddenly the trend, apparent trend, can change from uh, one moment uh, to the next. Uh, but this is a yeah, very significant release. Uh, release if you're the the Fed, and you can see markets are reacting quite uh, quite strongly to it. So the, the bond yields are up by uh, you know, more more than 10 basis points uh, across the curve. Thank you so much for that update, Brian. So I want to move outside of the employment report. What were some other notable macro points of interest from this week? So uh, this week we got the ISM PMIs. Uh, uh, These give us a timely snapshot of current economic conditions, and the results were mixed. So manufacturing sector was a bit better, rising to 49. That's the highest since the last November, and it looks like it'll get above the 50 neutral reading pretty soon, especially if the UAW strike is settled in the the meantime. On the services side, that was down a little bit by around a point from the previous month. But the business activity sub-index was at 58.8. This is the thing that I'm more interested in measuring the the strength of uh, activity in the sector. 58.8 is a pretty good reading. So it's still appears you know that we have solid growth in the services industry manufacturing is on a more you know a more flat trend uh, we also had significantly the trade data for august we had the, the trade deficit narrowing to 58 billion that's the smallest in uh, in three years and a smaller trade deficit mechanically helps to boost the estimate for gdp growth and right now, you have the third quarter GDP uh, tracking very strongly. Atlanta Fed GDP now is at 4.9% before uh, today's data, and the uh, consensus is above uh, 3%. So it looks like you know, growth was quite strong in the third quarter, 
And the payroll data that we got this morning is sort of in line with that. Okay, you know, it's kind of hard to explain how the economy can can be growing strongly and payrolls are slowing, but now it looks like, okay, the economy was strong and payrolls also reflect that. So, Brian, as we come to the end of our conversation, I want to turn to next week. Can you tell our listeners what's taking place that investors should be mindful of? So the big release next week is the CPI for September. You know, in terms of what the Fed is focusing on, it's the labor data and the inflation data. So this is really a very important release. Uh, We'll also get the PPI, the producer price index, and import and export prices, which will give us some sense of where things are headed at the the producer level. Uh, We also get the NFIB survey of small business. Uh, Given the important role of small businesses in the economy, this is an important uh, release, and it gives us more information about the labor market and inflation trends. Um, Also, uh, we'll kick off the earnings season next week, and one other thing to watch is what's going on in Congress. So, uh, we, you know, voted uh, Speaker McCarthy out of his seat, and now we need a new speaker. Nothing can happen in the House until we have a new speaker. And the question is, can Republicans come together and agree on someone? Uh, so, you know, we, we still need the budget for the fiscal year that started on October 1st, and not a lot of time left. Uh, to avert an, uh, you know, the possibility of a shutdown. And so very important to, to keep a watch on these events in the House and uh, you know, to see if we can, we can uh, have, have a new speaker and uh, you know, essentially reopen Congress for business. Thank you so much for joining us, Brian, and providing those much-needed insights. Thanks very much. Again, today we have been joined by Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.